Hi, and welcome to another episode of uh, Thursday at the Beach. Uh, I am Tim Rogers, and I'm going to kind of just jump right into today's podcast. Um, I've been thinking a lot about uh, my son's generation, about millennials, and I know people who are older, or at least some I've talked to, kind of throw up their hands and, you know, say, look how foolish they are, and they're entitled, and they're lazy, and, you know, they're unfocused and wandering, and, you know, some of that's true, but you know, in large part, that's because we created the environment for that to happen, we being my generation. So let's put blame where blame belongs. But I want to talk about something beyond that. And I don't see the millennials as a hopeless generation any more than any other has, that has gone before or that will come after because of um, because Jesus, because Jesus is alive and eternal and uh, there's no such thing as hopelessness with him. So I want to kind of address this to millennials and as an invitation to become a follower of Christ. So in the day that Jesus lived, uh, he lived in a time that was politically and religiously divided. Um, uh, The Romans were the ruling power, just like the United States is the ruling power in the world today. In his day, the Romans were the ruling power. Uh, uh, They were... uh, very, uh, they brought peace, but at the end of a sword. Um, they're religiously, they were divided. They had liberals who were the Sadducees, a group called the Sadducees, who didn't really believe in miracles or angels or anything like that. Um, there were some, they were heavily influenced by Greek culture. And uh, then you had these conservatives or fundamentalists, which are the Pharisees, who pretty much were obsessed with keeping the law of God. Obsessed, I say, because they thought if you keep it long enough, God will come and set up his kingdom on earth and wipe out everybody else. And so they literally thought God was going to come and send a Messiah who would kick off the Roman rule, establish the Jews as the chosen ones, and eliminate anybody who disagreed with them. Now, that's an oversimplification, but it's kind of where they were at. Uh, women were looked down upon in their day. Um, they were considered a woman could not give testimony in court, and although women had you know could own businesses and stuff, they were overall uh, looked down upon. Um, there were uh, fanatics in their day um, that uh, went out in the mountains and were waiting for the end of the world. Um, they were called Essenes, um, and in in the general life of the people, there were a lot who were poor. Uh, there were some who were terrorists. They were called zealots, and they would go out and kill Romans, trying to overthrow Roman rule. Um, So you can see that they were pretty much divided like we are today. There was no difference. I came to Christ uh, in 1974 as part of the Jesus Revolution that began in the late 60s. And that was also a time. Our country was in turmoil. There was a Vietnam War. There was the the sexual revolution. Uh, There was the hippies. Um, there was Watergate. Uh, our country was d- deeply divided racially. Uh, and by the way, in Jesus' day, there was an intense racial hatred towards by the Jews towards anyone that was not Jewish, especially a group that lived near them called Samaritans, who they considered half-breeds. And so uh, I came to Christ at a time when it was divided uh, as well. I came at a time when the United States was the greatest military or political power and economic power on earth. Uh, I came to Jesus because he was the, he's the only thing that made any sense. Uh, confused and feeling like I was 
17 years old and feeling like I was 40 or 50, uh, old in my head, I used to joke and say, and you may in many cases feel the same way. Uh, you have grown up, if you're a millennial, in a time when our country is divided. Uh, there's racial turmoil. There's political turmoil. Uh, both political parties are ridiculously divided and uncooperative. Um, there's no compromise or consensus. There's only throwing stones. Uh, we are still the, a military and economic power, but we're under a pandemic now, and our, and our values have been shaken. Um, there is uh, inequity, for example, you know, even today, women in America don't get paid what men are paid. So there's, there's sexual, uh, I guess, uh, oppression, uh, discontinuity. Um, and that's still present. But in the light of all of that, and in spite of all of that, um, I'm firmly convinced that Jesus is Lord and will one day come and set up his kingdom, and that his kingdom is now prevailing uh, in the lives of his people. And so I can say that because of the resurrection. Uh, I, I'm firmly convinced and have experienced God uh, and the fact that Jesus actually is alive and rose from the dead. And so if he rose from the dead, it stands to reason that everything he ever said was true. And here's some of the true things he said. He had male and female disciples. He said there's no distinction. Um, he said that uh, all of us are cut off from God, and the only way to him is through him, uh, to follow him. If you read the story of the of right after the resurrection of Peter's one of his disciples' first sermon, which is in the book of Acts chapter 2, he basically said to his own people, turn around, you're the reason Jesus was crucified. Repent is the word he used. It means to turn around, change your mind. And the proof of the pudding was that Jesus rose from the dead. Uh, and Jesus offered a different kingdom. He said, follow me. He said, in my kingdom, if you're totally spiritually disinterested and destitute, the kingdom is available to you. If you're so upright and morally just that you give your life for what is right, the kingdom is available to, to you. Uh, but understand that following him may cost you some friends. He even said they may be even from your own household. Um, so if you say you're, if you are by any chance a millennial listening to this, and you go, why would I want that? Because I think your generation, if you are in that millennial generation, I think you want what's real. Uh, at least talking to my son and his friends, they want real. They've seen enough of the fake. I'm not asking you to join church. As a matter of fact, that might hurt you. I would say consider Jesus. Consider reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just get a Bible, read through the Gospels. Realize the radical invitation he's making. He's saying, I am God. I died to reconcile you to God. I died to reconcile you and to take your sin, the things that twist you, doing life on your terms, and to give you a kingdom and a life that's different than this one you're living now. And so I think that's what you want. I think you want things that are real. If you go back to what I said earlier, Acts chapter 2, look what happened to those early disciples. Um, they began to love each other and share things together. Um, they were not perfect by any stretch. They still struggled with their own racial racism and they struggle with their own sexism and yet they worked through it in light of the fact that Jesus was alive and real and they had received from him his very spirit inside of them and that's where the changes begin it'll always be small 
it'll always be uh, um, under the radar, so to speak. But if you want something that's real, if you want a kingdom and a life that's real, a kingdom that's beyond this world, that's better than all this we see around us now, and if you want to live in that kingdom now, you can, and you can do it by coming to Jesus. So I encourage you, read through the Gospels and decide for yourself who he is. And then follow his invitation. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. He said, to as many as received him, he gave them the right to become the sons and daughters of God. So consider, if you will, Jesus. Um, and if you would like help with that, I'll be glad to help you. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at Thursday at the Beach. You can email me at trguitar1956 at gmail.com. Um, or you can ask a friend. Or better yet, what if you said, okay, Tim's got me thinking. I'm going to ask God. God, show me who Jesus is. Ask him. And just watch. It won't happen magically or instantaneously. It might, but I would just say watch and see what happens. Uh, I think you may be surprised. I hope you'll be surprised. Anyway, that's today's podcast. I hope you find it useful and helpful. And I will talk to you later.